Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Welcome to episode 20 of the Anyone's Game podcast. Scotland have lost 4-0 to Norway in the second game of the Women's Under-19s European Championships. Myself, Andy Saltwick, was there with Chris Marshall and we also spoke to Scotland head coach Pauline Hamill. Second 45 were much better. Um, first half was really difficult. I think you can see the quality of Norway and how good they were in it. Whilst we prepared for that, I think until you actually face it, it's quite difficult. And I think maybe them coming off the back of a 5-0 defeat as well, they've got their tails up at the start of the game. And, and maybe we didn't, and I don't know why we didn't, because we were certainly prepared for it. Um, but I think second half girls done really, really well. Um, I think when you're getting beat 4-0 like that, it's one or two things. You can get and be brave and stand up and be a team and do everything you can to prevent another goal. Um, or you can go back out and do what you've done in the first half and I think credit to the players that actually in the second half they really stood up and went out against a fantastic side actually um, and done well not to concede in the second half Yeah, there were two goals before half time about the colour weren't there? Aye, they were Aye, it's, it's no great but I think you know we have to we'll learn fit, we have to learn fit and it shows you the level that we're at and we've said that for day one I think the France game, if they perform to such a high level that maybe people that don't understand the level that we're playing at go into a wee false sense of security, you know, where they think that that can happen in the Norway game and we knew that it would be tough playing against Norway and we knew they were good and even despite them having a dreadful start in their first game, we knew how dangerous they were. Um, Was a turnaround of less than 72 hours enough for... I mean, it's no good for any team, Alan, but that's every team, you know, and we have to, we have to, you know, figure out ways where we can get our players more physically developed to be able to meet the demands of that. I think the Norwegian team coped with that much better than we did. Yeah, I guess if you're positive, was that how you did defend in the second half, fight came out and really shifted the match. They've not really tested your goalkeeper despite the pressure they had. No, I know that. That's the thing. I think we were. Whilst we had to drop a bit deeper and change tactically a wee bit, that was for a reason to protect him a wee bit after the first half. But no, second half I can be really pleased with how they performed and um, they kept them out, they never conceded. And they stepped up a wee bit and showed a bit of character and showed a bit more of the team qualities that they showed in the France game. Um, and that's what we can take away for the game. Um, first half we'll no ignore, we'll go, we'll address it and we'll look at it and see how we can be better and see what went wrong. But um, second half, much better. Really pleased um, that they never conceded and, and the players can be happy with that. Absolutely, as you say, the, the second half is, is much better. And yep. uh, the France game as well yep. was very good as well. So, uh, up against Netherlands next, who got de- mm-hmm. defeated 3 1 today. Mm-hmm. Um, what what do you look at? There's also positives to take from the two games so far. So, Aye. is there anything you take them to take into the Netherlands game? Aye, absolutely. I mean, now we, we've played two excellent teams. You know, we've played our we've played our top level in the first game against France, and the second half of the day has been good. Um, we have to take the real positives for both of them, um, reflect a bit in the first half because we can't ignore it, um, and take it into the Netherlands. But we know they're a tough team. We've just played them in La Manga, you know, and they they really beat us comfortably. We're back to square one where it was playing France, and they beat us comfortably in October last year. So uh, we know how tough it's going to be against the Netherlands. And don't forget, that team's been together since the 18th of June, you know, and they've been training together in their training centre in Zeist since then, 
and that's the level we're competing against. You know, that's preparation that World Cup teams get, and that's preparation that an under-19 national team have got. So I always say, have perspective because that's what it is here. You know, and this is top top players that are training together, almost as professional athletes for six weeks leading up to a tournament. You know, so that's sometimes a wee reality check when you have. But I have to say, we were excellent against France. We had an excellent second half of the day. We'll mainly focus on that, but of course we'll correct some of the things we never done well in the first half and take it into the Netherlands game and really look forward to that next match because that's what it's about this tournament for us. It's an education and we're having a fantastic education playing against these teams and we're really determined to make sure that you know we get into that last game we do all we can to finish with a really good performance. Right, we hit for Hill post-match. Scotland nil, Norway 4. Uh, not a good 90 minutes, eh? No, it wasn't, well, particularly not a good first 45 minutes. Um, I think Norway, we suspected Norway might be better than the result against Netherlands showed, and I think that very much came to fruition this, this evening. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I mean, it's not like people look at that Norway result, I think it's a really bad result in Scotland. It's not exactly a great night, night but that is a good Norway team, isn't it? I could see they, they've got a good few players there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, were, we were talking about before the, uh, last time about Jenny Olsen and how she got a, was rested against the Netherlands. She came came into the team today and her running and her interplay with, the, with her two uh, compadres up front really caused Scotland problems. Pretty much from the off, we started okay first 10 minutes. It looked like we were going to cope with it kind of the same way we did against the French. But then we conceded that goal and then the second goal that Norway scored, I think that, that how what's it from the, the corner of the box, I think from uh, Gentile, I think the number five. Um, I think that really was the one that kind of broke the, broke the back a little bit. Yeah, I mean, up to half-time, I mean, the first goal, avoidable, second goals, I said, a bit of class. Scotland, done all right, you think, right, get to half-time, 2-0 down, on two goals, it's an absolute killer. And especially when you think how the second half went, when actually, yeah, Norway had a lot of pressure, but really the goalkeeper's not had much to do. Scotland have actually defended quite well in the second half. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you're right, those two goals just before half-time, um, absolutely changed. I think that very much how the second half was going to go as well. You saw Norway make three changes quite early on in the second half and I think they were, we expected maybe they were chasing goals, but it seemed to like they were quite happy with that 4-0 that scoreline. But you're right, Scotland did regroup, which is good to see. But it wasn't a case of it was heads down and that was that was it. And we held out and we did at least get a couple of chances towards the end of the game, even if it was all a little bit too late. Of course, more bad news for Scotland was that Holland got beat by France because if Holland had won, maybe they would arrest a few players for Monday, but oh, they're going to be chasing goals as well. That's going to be another very difficult 90 minutes for Scotland. Yeah, the the Holland game, we were hoping that Holland would uh, beat France. I mean, we suspected they would because we weren't over enamoured of France, but uh, yeah, but a shock result for France, in our opinion, anyway. And that does give me the fear a little bit for Monday night because we know what kind of team Holland can be when they, they need to be. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. but. I think the good thing between both these games is that there's positives in both respects. The results have been great, but there has been times where it's we've had spells where we've looked good and organised, and we've had a couple of chances. I'm a big fan, as you know, I'm a big fan of football stadiums playing <laughs> music and tannoy announcements after the game and uh, having mixed zones outside. So uh, I think we'll leave it there before the. <laughs> <laughs> You are listening to the Anyone's Game podcast. For advertising inquiries, email agpodcast at yahoo.com.